You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey guys, do you like heavy metal? Do you like video games, comic books, movies, theme parks, or even cool TV shows? We've got the place for you. Metal Geeks. Time to rock out with your geek out. Here are your hosts, Carrie the Metal Geek, Dave, and George. Geek it out, fellas. Welcome, my friends, to episode number 219 of the Metal Geeks podcast. I am one of your hosts tonight. I am Carrie the Metal Geek, along with... Wait, where is everybody? Dave's not here, man. Dave is not here. George is not here. Who is here? The voice from the other room has come into this room. Oh, Hello. shit. Nice to see you. Like I don't see you every day. Nice to see you. Like I just didn't see you two seconds ago. But hey, <laughs> that's right. So it's uh, our our schedules have been a little hectic and chaotic in the past few weeks, so we haven't had a chance to record uh, all together. And uh, instead of taking more time off because we need to talk about a couple things in this episode, we're going to record with. Don't don't take a picture. We're recording with Kim tonight, my wife, Kimu Borgir, uh, the voice from the other room, the one who's always looking shit up on Google. That's right, my um, friend. So thank you for joining me tonight, and we have some cool stuff to talk about. I know, a lot of fun things have happened the past couple of weeks, so I'm excited. Let's get it on, as they say. Oh, well. Not that get it on. We can't do that. No, not that. Well, this is an audio podcast. At least it's not a video podcast. That's true. People might not know what we're doing. <laughs> they don't know now, so hey. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about first up is Comic Palooza is coming up. Um, if anybody doesn't know, I uh, run the podcast program there, and I've been a happy member of the podcast program for many, many years. Uh, the Metal Geeks podcast has, and um, we are back this year, and we have a <laughs> we have a, if some stuff to talk about Comic Palooza. So. I wanted to ask you first, Okay. before we talk about the panel that we're going to be doing, is who are you excited to see at Comic Palooza this year? Um, I was going to say, besides myself, I'm just pulling a call back from a, yeah. a, a year that Carrie had fun interviewing a very, very important person in the comic world. But, um, Magnola. Yes. I, yeah, I, I, I pulled a, a fucking uh, Chris Farley to him. I was like, who are you most excited to see here? You remember Besides when? Yourself. You remember yeah. when you did that comic book? <laughs> that was cool. That was cool, man. Yeah. So you no. should do it again. <laughs> so as for like the guests that they have, the celebrities or whatnot, I think my number one has got to be Terry Crews. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, President Camacho, come on. And then, of course, the infamous scene from uh, White Chicks. So he's a great actor. He's got a yeah, book that came out recently. People are talking about White Chicks and I... I don't. That's not my first pull for no, Terry but Cruz. I think it's depending on how, what age you are. I mean, as to what the first time you what you saw him in that really. But I mean, this, it's a memorable scene. President Camacho. I President mean, Camacho. That was where we first knew who he was. Terry Cruz is amazing. He's he's a uh, he's one of those rare sports figures that have really moved uh, up in in the world. What he's doing. I mean. You never think somebody that was just a football player would be that funny and that talented, but he really is. And I, I think he's one of the like you don't think about the Rock being how he is now. You just don't think about them having that capabilities, but they do. He's really great. Oh yeah, I mean they're I more the one trick ponies, you know. These yeah, they're very talented. He's very talented. I mean besides that, you know the Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's also um, 
what I guess you say host or whatnot of America's Got Talent. I haven't really watched that show I've or only, the uh, MC, I've, whatever you want to call the host, host. I guess would yeah, be the best I've only term. Seen like clips on myself included. Yeah. Not really our bag, but no. you know, I mean, that's cool because it's so versatile to do things like you know that. Of course, the Idiocracy, a little more. Uh, cult type movie and you know also Brooklyn oh, that, Nine-Nine. That great, that great documentary Idiocracy. <sighs> Sad yes but yes. Correct. <laughs> correct. So yeah very excited about him. Of course one of the big things that since we love of course we are the metal geeks so we would wait, be wait, remiss wait. is that what your phrase your favorite phrase would say? My, we'd be remiss if we don't talk about we don't talk about we're not worthy Oh no, we are worthy. But are you know, worthy. we are worthy. We are excited to see Alice Cooper will be joining us at Kongpalooza yeah, this year. Yeah, I can't wait to meet Vincent. Yeah. Vincent Furnier. You know, maybe you can talk about some golf when you meet with him, because you know he does love golf. You know what? I, if if I do talk to him about anything, I want to talk to him about the Hollywood Vampires, because I really... Yes. That's something, not just the band, but that's something that very interests me from that late uh, 60s, early 70s. Uh, it was just a group of people that hung out in the Laurel Canyon that would go play like touch football or whatever they were playing and then they would go drink and they turn into like this club called the Hollywood Vampires. <laughs> and he was in it, Mickey Dolan from the Monkees in it was in it, John Lennon showed up a lot. Um it's pretty cool. I would have uh, that's a that's a powerhouse of a hangout right there, you know. That would I mean? be something like if you just kind of hang out with him and just just shooting the shit as they say. That'd be some fun stories. I'm sure he'd he'd tell and I you. I believe they hung out at the Rainbow, which is infamous. The infamous Rainbow, yeah, which is going away soon i don't know there's a lot of that that stuff on sunset Boulevard i don't know yeah I, I don't know that's all crazy there's a great yeah. documentary on uh the the rainbow and that's where lemmy hung out so yeah I, i've always wanted to go there and just fucking order a lemmy you know is that where he used to play his video poker yep. or something like that they had like a little corner yep okay yeah i've heard that story yeah so do you remember that that concert we went to um yes it was a. Uh, it was, wasn't a small little it was like, like ten or fifteen years ago, and uh, Motorhead were here in town for like one of the WrestleManias because they were they did the same song. It might have been WrestleMania because I think WrestleMania one year was in Houston. It was yeah, yeah. because uh, yeah uh, they did a Triple H's song. His intro song was uh the game. Right. right yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and so I think live. they played live. Yeah. So, so it had to be WrestleMania. We went to this. We were invited by a friend. So yeah, we were in. Uh, Invited by a friend of mine, uh, Carolyn, who uh, really got me into writing back in the day, writing metal reviews and, and all that kind of stuff. No, I knew her for a long time. Yeah, uh, she used to do a fanzine called New Rock Review. I used to do some reviews for her there, and she invited us out to this show. Um, it was just a benefit show for like the I think it was a Houston food bank or something like that. And uh, I don't remember the bands playing. It was a bunch of like. Like a bunch of '80s rocker bands from Houston, but fucking Lemmy was hanging out at that club. He was at the poker table, like at the poker table. They had a video poker thing at the bar, and he was just there the whole night, smoking, drinking Lemmys, and. <laughs> well, I mean, they are named after him. He has to drink it, right? That's right. <laughs> and nobody really went up to him and and. So. Well, I mean, because, you know, he was doing what he usually does, just kind of in the corner. You know, he was just hanging out. It was his day off. He and wasn't nobody, on, yeah, nobody so. Nobody really bugged him either. They was like, hey, Lemmy, how are you doing? And he would say hello, but they weren't like, oh, my God, you're, you know. you." And uh, did he come up on stage? I think James Rivera at one point tried to get him on stage. I don't know if he did or not. But I know Mickey D, the drummer from Motorhead, 
Okay. Yeah. Join, join. Okay. And now he's the drummer of the Scorpions, which is pretty cool. Oh, see? Haven't seen them in a while. But yeah, I am so looking forward to Alice Cooper. I don't know what I want to get signed yet. I have, you know, I have that collection of of the autographed drum heads, but does it make sense to get a a drum head signed? Yeah, by him? I mean, he's not a drummer. I mean, at least that's not what he right. does now. But I mean, usually I'll get like the whole like a whole band to do an autograph. But we have like uh, the autobiography the. That came out in like the eighties. Oh yeah, the one that I, the thing that I have. Yeah, I we, got it. Like okay, so weird thing. Like whenever I was a kid, I used to go to the library, like many people back in the eighties. And so a lot of libraries they have a bunch of old books, maybe multiple copies, and so they'd sell them. And so I found that book. It's kind of like, I think it was like called Me Alice. Um, yep. And so it was like I don't know, probably eighties, nineties, whatever, whenever it was. So yeah, I bought it for probably about a quarter or fifty cents, however much you know hardback books were back then so for for you know yeah we uh we looked it up recently it's like it's expensive somebody yeah somebody is trying to charge a good penny for it so yeah so well if, it's, we, if we auto, get it autographed it'll even well we're not going to get rid of it but no I don't, I don't get rid of stuff like that you know he's done nothing bad to where i want to get rid of it so uh, we're him, good i'm looking forward to, uh, to meeting him i would you know he would be the one the one i want to get an, a picture and then an autograph after that you know i think Possibly. that'd be a cool one um there's we another don't, we don't do that very often but uh be somebody we really like oh my gosh we love you i think the last time i did that was felicia day because you know yeah felicia day is awesome i'm looking uh to get an autograph from jackie earl haley uh i have this tick Freddy? poster from a couple of years ago um oh yeah tick who is he in the tick the most recent tick uh, uh i believe his name was the is the terror yeah okay something yeah. like that. he was like the main evil bad guy yeah so i have this autograph when we had the cast of the tick is this huge poster hanging up in my hallway and I'm like I would love to get his autograph added to it he's not on it but none of the other people well he do. was in the show he's on so the show, that exactly. makes sense yeah um so that'll be cool and I you know I've met him before because he was a yes. comic palooza not as a guest which is this is a weird thing he was there in 2017 I believe 20 something like 2016, that 2017 20 he did that or 19 he did, he directed or, a movie no. <laughs> with John Travolta and we did a That's premiere right. of the movie That's right at Comic Palooza that year, and I moderated uh, a little panel group. It was just like an interview, an interview room with maybe about eight or nine people in there. Oh, that's and it right. It was just local podcasters that we invited and, and a couple other media people. And I moderated this panel with them, which was really cool. He was super nice. That's um, nice. We talked a lot about you know he was you know of course the mighty Rorschach, the Watchman, oh, yeah. and then he was also Freddy Krueger. And I don't care what you say, I really enjoy that version of Nightmare on Elm Street, the remake. No, that's great. You know, like, shows like, they get, when they redo, sometimes people, they just hate it just because it's like, oh, how dare you touch my my sacred thing. You know, like, it happened with uh, Hellboy and things yeah. like that. You know, the new Hellboy. The new Hellboy's great. Apparently, yeah. I was just reading an article with uh, David Harbour that his career almost ended because of Hellboy. That people were giving that much shit. I'm like, yeah, I think I saw something about the article about him and, it might have been a joke, but Ryan Reynolds were talking about how... You know how much their movies suck. Supposedly, you know <laughs> they're superhero or whatever movies, but who knows? Yeah, I wish they would do more Hillboy with him. I thought he was great. Yeah, he was very. It, people are just annoying. Um, Robert Patrick is going to be there. Oh, that's right, the, the Terminator. The yeah. or uh, was it Peacemaker's father? The T one thousand. Yeah, the Peacemaker's dad. <laughs> Such a douche in that show. Oh, but he. You know, it's like people like him and one of the one of the other guests. 
and you know they they play a bad guy so well that you know you you must hate them, but then you realize no, but they're just acting. They're talking about Anthony Starr. Yes, and then Anthony from, Starr, which is another so Anthony Starr exciting. from the boys, yes. Homelander, the biggest douche on TV ever. Um, I'm looking forward to the, the end of the season. I should I think it's coming up this week. I, oh, already? I believe, wow. I, I think there's only eight episodes or something like that. But holy crap, this guy can act his his ass off, and he's so scary as a character. Um, it, it, his character reminds me of this that I, I've I've talked to you about uh-huh. it before. Irredeemable. Uh, great series if you've never read it. It's basically uh, an alternate. It's a superhero universe, but like the the main bad guy is a Superman style character, just like Homelander mm-hmm. and just fucking goes crazy and kills people. And it's a really great series, but, um, comic Lachlan will be there, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's right. We met him. Well, we saw we him. Saw we didn't him. meet him. We saw him once. Yeah. We saw him at Disneyland. We were many we were moons ago. Near, he was, we were you know, coming out to go somewhere and he was coming into the, uh, it's, turnstile. it was the area where the Michael Jackson uh, thing was that like hallway, if that makes sense. I think there's some restrooms oh, yeah, a little further down. Right. He was somewhere right by Captain Eo. Captain Eo, thank by, you. By Space Mountain at Disneyland. There you go. <laughs> yeah, the Space Mountain bathrooms, actually. <laughs> to be precise, because you know you yeah. have to know where the bathrooms are when you go to a place like Disney. That's right. Yeah, that's right. We did. We also saw Gary Cole that year. Yeah, we saw and, three people. And Nathan Fillion. And Nathan Fillion. Yeah, that actually, was crazy. I actually talked to Nathan Fillion for. A I second. wasn't going to. I wasn't going to fangirl. I was going to be like, that's. I was just like, isn't that Nathan Fillion? And so you're like, just start trotting up to, hey, Nathan. Uh, what are they going to do? <laughs> I'm your biggest fan. No, no you're I, my biggest I fan. No, you're I know. I know. Fan. I didn't do that. Um, no. Also from the boys, we have Karen Fukuhara, who uh, plays Kamiko, and she was also in that Suicide Squad movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's really cool. There's another person I'm excited to see, a certain doctor. Dr. Supposed to be joining us. Or Malakif. Or, uh, Malakif, that's right. Uh, what was he? Uh, Cobra. Who was he? And G.I. Joe? Destro. Destro, thank you. Yeah, that's right. Forgot about so, that. So the doctor. The doctor, yeah. Seeking so, so our friend Bo, who likes to cosplay as him, uh, a couple <laughs> years ago. Yeah. He definitely needs to cosplay as him and give him a banana. Right. And with the with the leather jacket and all that. So that would right. be perfect. That's cool. I mean, uh, we've had four or five different doctors, older, the old, some of the older generation. So this is like one of the first newer doctors that yep. we've had. Yeah, yeah, from the from the new from the the, the new re, who, the reboot, I guess you could say the new who, the new who. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I'm excited for Lance Reddick. I don't know if I'm going to get an autograph or anything, but I love him on Fringe. He's so great on that show. He's uh, also, you know, from Lost, the oh yeah, uh huh, John Wick series. That's right. Oh, that's He's right. going to yeah, be yeah, in the yeah. John Wick series coming out. Okay, which is pretty cool. Um, Aww. but yeah, it's exciting. Just that, and just as you do with any type of convention like that, just hanging out with people, seeing all everybody in their the awesome costumes, the costume contest, just things like that. I really, I've missed, you know, whenever it was away in 2020. So yeah. I just I really love that getting oh, back to our friends. Alakwa Cox, Alakwa. I can't, I, I hope I'm saying her name wrong. She's Echo from the Hawkeye series and the upcoming Echo series. Uh, very, her very first convention she, she's, she's ever done. That's great. Yeah. I'm really excited about that, especially in the new show. So I'm, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, and then for podcast guest, we have Ming Chen back, our good Aww. friend Ming. Oh, we love Ming. Yeah, and uh, I've invited a friend of mine. Uh, he's a YouTuber. He's from Houston. His name is Tyler Esposito, and oh, yeah, he Tyler. does a show called My Retro Life. Yes, which is really cool because like his dad 
uh, growing up. They grew up in, he's a little bit younger than me, maybe like five or six years, or maybe, I don't know, maybe 10 years? I don't know. But his dad, growing up, it was like Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis era. His dad filmed everything, which is crazy. Uh, filmed them playing everything, That's opening awesome. everything, going to stores. So there's videos of uh, recently he posted from G&G Home Video Games that was in <laughs> Westwood Mall here in Houston. And I worked there the summer uh, summer and fall after high school in like 93, 94. Um, mm-hmm. I, I started off, that's I sold a shit ton of 3DOs, if you guys remember what those were. They were like $800 <laughs> each. I became an assistant manager uh, and like three weeks later, I, I closed the store on a Saturday night, uh-huh. came in Sunday morning. The store was gone. Wow. The corporate company, we're actually, I'll, I'll say it, we were owned by Capcom. I got my paychecks from Capcom. Cool. Uh, they they decided they were going to close the store down and then they gave me, they had my last check. They're like, thank you. Turn in your keys. Wow. See you later. And the, the store was completely emptied out. I was like, God damn. That was quick. Yeah. I was like, they just had like... Hired a bunch of movers or something uh, just to throw everything in a, I don't know, it was something trash weird, but can yeah. and leave. I don't Check know. out uh, My Retro Life. It's a great series. It's it's super cool. He he does uh, he does features on certain games and stuff like that. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. He'll be there doing a panel as well. It's exciting. I, I'm excited for it. But speaking of panels, uh, we're going to be doing a panel. The Metal Geeks will be doing a panel Sunday afternoon at three o'clock on the show floor, we have a uh, we have two rooms this year. There's the show floor, the shofar, and then there's the pavilion. It's a podcast pavilion show. It, it's on the floor, yeah. And we also have a room, yeah. But uh, the Metal Geeks podcast, three o'clock. On, I guess I should probably put a graphic out and put an event or something. Do something, yeah. Do something kind of fancy. Do that. Um, just give people time just to find out about it. But we're gonna be doing. The the ultimate question, Universal versus Disney, Theme Parks Edition. Oh, that's not a question. The answer is Disney. Is it, though? It is. Is it? Yes, it is. All right. Disney World or Universal Studios Orlando? Disney World's always over. All right. Universal Disney World of Harry Potter or Galaxy's Edge? In reference to what? What's better, in your opinion? In my opinion? It's all an opinion Oh, thing. it's going to be Galaxy's Edge because I've never watched, I know people are going to hate me, never watched a movie, a Harry Potter movie, nor have I read a book. So I've never read a book. I've seen the movies, but... I've seen nada. Read nada. So therefore, I grew up. I'm a child of the 80s. We I grew have, up on Star Wars. Uh, we'll have some theme, theme park-based trivia. Maybe uh, have a couple of prizes. We don't know yet. We'll find that out. So if you're at Comic Palooza, come check out uh, the Metal Geeks podcast there. Uh, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna have a lot of cool things. Uh, there's gonna be a uh, this is gonna be a great segue. There's gonna be a clerk. <laughs> there's gonna be a Clerks Three panel. Oh, featuring yes. very guys, excited people that are actually in the movie. Uh, our friend of ours, Cullen on film, CJ Cullen. Yes. Um, it's going to be. I'm trying to pull up the date. Uh, Talks amongst yourselves, children. Yeah, do that. Uh, Five thirty to six thirty on Saturday in the panel room. The it's room three forty on the third floor at the George R. Brown, but yeah, we're doing this is gonna be fun. Come on, a film presents behind the quick stop stories from behind the scenes of Clerks Three. So uh, yeah. it's gonna include Ming Chen's gonna be involved as he's in the movie. Uh, C J. Cullen's in the movie. Uh, Steve Rogers, not the Steve Rogers, but Steve J. Yay, Rogers, Steve. Uh, and then Mike Veza. And apparently, Mike Veza is the stand-in for for Kevin on the movie and a couple other people too. 
So it'll be interesting to hear some great stories from behind the scenes of Clerks 3. It's very appropriate. Because the trailer came out today. And as I uh, pulled up this, tra- this, <laughs> this is weird. As I pulled up uh, an article about the Clerks 3 trailer, a Comic Blues ad just popped up for me. <laughs> oh, that's your fault. I blame you. So we watched the trailer earlier. I've watched it a few times. Uh, what did you think of this trailer? I mean, it was, it was like two minutes. Could have been a little bit longer, but it gave us our first look into the actual plot of the movie. Yeah. Which well, yeah. is very meta. Oh, no. It's so funny because like, I guess I just... Was, my audio must have been down when I was watching because I first watched it on my phone after, a little after it released. So, you know, as everybody just looked at your phone and then I was like, I was watching I was like, then I saw the content and I didn't even hear him say prior. I was like, man, that's so meta. Yeah, so I love it. I love, you know, the returning characters. I love Elias. So I'm so glad he's returning. He's I love that character. He's, a, he's adorable, punk? though. You know, no. he was in Clark's too. He was so adorable. One but ring. The, come on. <laughs> yeah. Plot sort of is, this is like, uh, plot, you know, like real life. Uh, Jeff Anderson, Randall, has a heart attack and he decides, I'm going to make a movie. So they film the Clerks movie. But in this <laughs> timeline, it's, it becomes, a, it's so meta. It's, it's is a, it the multiverse? It's the multiverse. It really <laughs> it's is. It's the Kevin Smith multiverse. It's the Kevin Smith multiverse. It, yes. it sort of is. I know a lot of people are going to be in this movie. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah. It's it's a weird scene the way he does his movie pre. Uh, it doesn't go out wide like normal movies do. It's coming yeah. out in September. There's going to be a small tour, which I unfortunately not coming here to Texas. Aww. But also that a couple nights, uh, what is that? Phasm events okay. are doing pr- uh, a couple of showings. So we, the tickets are like twenty bucks each. But we got You got to do. You oh, gotta we're going to see support. it, and maybe we can do as much as like have a, a group of people go we'll together. That would go, be yeah. fun. You and know. The, and they said it's not just a movie, it's going to be some Q&A stuff and some behind-the-scenes okay. stuff, that type of thing, too, to make it worthwhile. So that's in September, so Clark 3 is really coming out. That's Finally, cool. I know. Yeah, it seems like it was so far off now. I was like, okay, five days trailer, four days, three days. See, they were doing the countdown, and all of a sudden I looked at my foot, I'm like, oh, crap, it's here. Awesome. Did you catch any uh, any uh, like Easter eggs or anything or references during the movie? I'm sure I did, but you know, one thing I did see while I was watching, I was like, it shocked me, I was like, is that Sarah Michelle Geller? Because you know me being the Buffy nerd, I was like when they were doing, I guess the uh, what you call it. My brain's like, nope, not gonna work now. So, uh, what are you talking about? SMG. She was in there. I swear. Oh, they were doing a casting session. Casting session. Thank you. I couldn't yeah. think of the term. So I was, they were I was, casting was, for 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 Dante, basically. That's so hilarious. I was like, that's SMG. I was like, yeah, what? It was her and uh, it was. Uh, ben Affleck and I Ben Affleck, first, yeah. Who the first one was? But it was great, you know. I saw Justin Long in there, so it was great. He's returning, and I'm sure. I know. He I had, made it out of out of being. <laughs> he's no longer Warriors. Cuckoo Kachu. Right. Um, but you know, I had heard that Ralph Garman's in it, but I don't. They didn't. I don't think they showed him yet. I know there's a big hockey scene because uh, Ming talked about it. The hockey, when? they played rooftop hockey, of course. It's yeah. a clerks. You have to staple. bring that back. Uh, and a lot of the guys. From comic book men like Zapsic and okay. Brian and, and Ming, or that's where they're going to be in the movie. That's cool. Which makes sense. All of his friends are going to be playing hockey with him, you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, hey, Elias, I'm excited for that. Yes. Um. He's got some new people. I know his, uh, Kevin's, uh, daughter's 
boyfriend or whatnot is uh, in the movie. Oh, He's yeah. basically Elias' like I guess best friend or whatever. Right. Yeah. So I was I was and like, I he looks familiar. Then I kind of remember his name, but they did that little yeah. sitcom on YouTube for that. I know whatever. that was great. Like that was one of the good things that came out of the pandemic is he did like the little sitcom or little shorts or whatever it was uh, that had the uh, son-in-law, if you want to call that, you know, whatever. But that was cute. So look excited for that. Of course, you know, Rosario's back, which has to be there, you know, very exciting. My favorite scene in the movie or in the trailer was as they're filming the movie, they had that shot where they had the guy with the gun. Apparently it's Kevin Smith's cousin, his real life cousin. Okay. So, in the original cut of the movie of the original Clerks, okay, Dante gets shot at the end. Ah, and they're they're sort of yeah. poking fun at that whole thing. Okay, and if one of the one of the versions of the DVD or the Blu-ray has that deleted scene on there, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, there's one person that they have to have in the movie. They have to have Kevin's mom. Oh yeah, they have to. Whether she's like sorting through the milk again or whatever, <laughs> that's right. Got to be there. I'm excited for it. I mean, yeah. I like Clark's too. I thought Clark's too was great. That was 2006 or seven. Two. So it's been a long time. 15 yeah. years ago. Well, that I know. I know. Well, then maybe eventually we'll get Mallrats. Mallrats too. But who? But who owns the right to that? If oh, can okay. Because I know it. they were trying to for a while. Then he they pinpointed a, a mall that was being about to be demoed. They were going to yep. use it, and then that kind of all fell apart. So I don't know. He was ahead of the curve. He's like, well, maybe we should do a Mallrats TV series. Now, a streaming Mallrats series would work really well, you know? Well, maybe you can revisit it. Yeah. Because I love least, that. Because I, I think mean, Mallrats was, I think, my first Kevin Smith movie I saw. You got to get saw, Jason Lee back into, the, into the, the crew. Yeah. I mean, come on. That was your first uh, Kevin Smith movie? I think so. Yeah, I think that was my first Kevin Smith movie I saw. Me and my friend Eric, we grew up uh, 90... You like, were the real life we were, <laughs> Jay and Bob. <laughs> we were the real life Jane Bob. Actually, me and my, my friend Scott were the real life Jane Tom Bob. True. We actually... <laughs> We were when I, my friend, my friend Scott's passed away now. Um, we went to Disney in like ninety four, ninety. No, it was like ninety ninety six. It was right after my mom passed. We we're like, you know what? Let's just get in the car. We're gonna drive to Disney World <laughs> and we're gonna hang out there for a while. So we did that. And this is when Hollywood Studios, Disney MGM Studios, was still doing live TV type of stuff. And we went. It was a WWF. I don't remember what it was, but it was some kind of live show. And huh. we were walking to our seats, and they walked us like on the front, like in front of a bunch of like the rows of seats. And some guy he screamed out, "Hey, it's Jane Silent Bob!" Because I was not, you know, I was. I'm gonna say I'm fatter than he was, and he was tall and skinny. I'm. Y'all fit the profile. We fit the, the body. Profile, the body size. The body. I guess you could say exactly. the body types. I should say. Yeah. That was that was exciting. <laughs> that was a fun trip. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I got lost after that. Where were we? Just talking about the Kevin Smith in the movie. Oh, yeah. You know, but my first movie was Mallrats, so. My first one was actually Clerks, because we rented the. The first time I'd ever seen it, we were hanging up in Eric's room. He had he he was up mm-hmm. he lived up in the attic. It was converted. Yeah. And we rented it. And we had these don't no offense to you, we had these two girls with us and I guess it was <laughs> No Eric, offense to me, it was like nineteen ninety something. It was like Ten years before I met you, so no offense. Okay, yeah, I've, but I, I think Eric's taken. plan was to like bring the girls there <laughs> to and make out the with them, <laughs> make out within the first half hour or something. But I, I finished the movie. Typical That's all move. I, can say. <laughs> I was like, oh, "This is a great movie." Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is you, you, you didn't you didn't score that night? <laughs> well, I wasn't 
trying to score who I got set up with. That's what I'm saying. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we went and saw Mallrats in the theater. It was like, we were like, okay, we're fans already. And, you know, yeah. it was cool. Nice. Yeah, I think I, I do love Mallrats. I know it gets a lot of hate and a lot of. Why? I don't know. It just does. Well, you know, everything gets a lot of hate. It's All just right. the way people are. One thing I want to talk about before uh, we'll, we'll get into what we've been watching. Okay. Um, I've spent a lot of time recently watching the live stream from Hellfest and Grass Pop. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's so amazing that they do this now. I, I I've watched so many great bands, uh, like Life of Agony and oh, yes. and Sepultura and Nightwish. Then and wasn't Epica, Devin on one of them? Devin Townsend. Yeah. So many cool people. Super cool. We just called uh, him Devin. Watain, yeah, Debbie. Debbie. Um, Watain was really cool. There's just a bunch of bands that. I've never seen live, and these, they're all fucking, like, 4K shot, and yeah. they're, it's great. Well, it's, um, yeah. The Grass Pop is a little bit harder, because Grass Pop was only streaming on their website. Uh-huh. I just had to find somebody that had recorded the whole live stream. The feed, and, okay. And then popped it up onto um, uh, to YouTube. 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 You know who, I out of the Grass Pop, my favorite was Majestica. Okay. Which is who's Tommy Johansson from Sabaton and Majestica. Oh yeah. Used to be uh, his band used to be called Ring Seed. Yeah. Uh, oh dude, that guy can sing his ass off. He's amazing. He's so good. He's such a great guitar player too. I think they he sort of wasted the vocalist in uh, Sabaton. Uh, you know because it's all about uh, Yo Kim's voice, but. If He's they, more like backing, yeah. Yeah, but he is such a phenomenal. He hits <laughs> notes higher than like Michael Kiske can. You're saying he's a way to tell on Sabaton? He, yeah, in a way. I don't know. <laughs> Two words. Money. Dave knows. No, Dave knows. He agrees. What? Jeff Loomis. Oh, Jeff Loomis. Sorry. Nevermore fangirl. So I'm like, Jeff Loomis. Love Jeff Loomis. Arch Enemy's great, but. Are they? I'm going to pull a George now. Are, are they? they? Are they really? But, you know, they whatever. They were back whatever. in the day. They're a great band. They're not my favorite, but it's just one of those, you know, got this is powerful just, Jeff Lewis. They're all Lewis, Loomis, Arch Enemy, and, you know. Arch Enemy are still, they're great musicians and everything. I'm oh, yeah. not a fan of the new vocalist. I don't really like her style. Um, but they're all still phenomenal vo- uh, performers, but their songwriting has been really boring. Ho-hum, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, those first. Sorry, tangent, you said that. First thing I think, Jeff Loomis, <laughs> but you know. But yeah, been, it, 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 go check them out. Um, Scorpions, I saw on there. Oh, There's been a sports. lot of cool, cool, cool bands that were they just because I've been working on a lot of stuff here at night. Yeah, and I'm just I have it on a screen just watching, and I'm like, this is amazing just to be able yeah. to to sort of be there. Well, let's say one of the old school bands that we really enjoyed watching was a uh, Suicidal Tendencies. Yep. That was cool. Sue Psycho, motherfucker. <laughs> it was just so weird because like I guess they bring like a lot of people on stage. I'm yes. just like, man. That's a lot of people. You know, the fire marshal was like, I don't know, dude, that's too many people on that stage. I, they do that live because I've seen them the last two times I've seen them. Once was the House of Blues. I think once was like a warehouse. They did that. That's you were cool, at though. one of them. Yeah. At, when a warehouse, when they did, hey, come up on stage. Everybody just jumped well, up. Well, no, like stage. that one year, speaking of Nevermore, uh, one year they did that too. And myself, my friend Dana, and, you know, we, we got on stage. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that I think it was the uh, engine room, I believe. That was Demu Borgir, wasn't it? I forget who's opening, but yeah, yeah, because we had heard like the previous day or a couple days ago, they let people get on stage. So we're like, okay, me and Dan were like, we're going to get on stage. That's and so right. we did. I had a hard time getting up on the stage because it was a bit of a jump, but yeah. Did you uh, do, do any of the bands from those those live shows like stick out to you? 
Well, I just like suicidal. I mean, I saw a little bit of a Life of Agony's feed, mm-hmm. which, you know, I love Mina, so love Life of Agony. So I just, it was cool. So just, I enjoy stuff like that because, you know, honestly, you and I are not the type of people that we're going to go to a big festival like that. We're not going to go to France. We're not going to go to Vakken. No. You know, it's just so if I can watch it on YouTube at the comfort of my own couch and my AC versus there when it's hot I'd rather yes. do that and there's just way too many people for me and oh no way too many people even pre-COVID too many people well yeah but it's in France and they're they've they, they have a hold of what's going on in the world we don't oh yeah well it's just I'm just that type of person maybe it's just because of my age I just I couldn't do that like a two three day festival you know I did Ozfest back in the late 90s and I'm like dude I'm not like again remember yeah. I passed out for not having enough water well, no, you don't. You didn't quite pass out, but you know, you had to sit down, and I had to go. I remember that we were in San Antonio, I believe. Yep. Um, and Primus was playing. Field. We because you know, like Primus. the the, uh, the stages are like you know, like a far apart. It's like this big old field. Yep. You know, one stage, one stage there, just like Vodka against us, and all of them do. But you were exhausted. You were like hot, and so I think I was waiting in a long line. I sat you down. I'm like, okay, chill there. I'm gonna wait in this long line, get some water. He's but you're like, but Primus is playing. I need to go over there to watch Primus. But, I remember that. Yeah. So I think we could we could hear them because it's usually when one band plays on one stage, the yeah. other stage is empty, and then you know they kind of like bounced here totter. That was so, a good show. Yeah, that was a good show. You know, it was yeah. Ozfest was a ninety nine or ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah, that was like that trip was like when we decided like to become a couple. <laughs> yeah, we're nerds. Whatever. Yeah, we're nerds. <laughs> yes, we are. Metal brought us together. Metal will. Yeah, did keep actually. Us apart? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Uh, so let's talk about what we've been watching besides uh, heavy metal concerts. Oh gosh! So I haven't been watching a whole lot. I have, there's some shows I need to get back in. Uh, we've been watching, of course. You know, we'll talk about this maybe a little later in the conversation. But you know, the, all the stuff of the Disney Plus that we watched: Moon Knight, uh, Miss Marvel. Of course, you know. Obi-Wan. Yeah, we'll get to that when when we get to um, we Marvel. Besides, yeah, <laughs> that'll be the Marvel chapter of the yep, episode. I know it is. Um, but uh, one of the shows I'm watching is, you know, I'm still watching, uh, of course, RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm a big RuPaul fan, the All-Stars. Want, do you want to talk about that now? Yeah. All right. Do you want to talk about it? I don't, I'll don't. i talk about it. We're watching it. We're watching it. We love it. And this is the All-Stars ones of a bunch of uh, the older, not say the older girls, but the winners from previous seasons. And so, I mean, I'm just, I love it. This is, honestly, I think my favorite season. It, I, so... I was never a big fan of these shows previously. I just, I guess maybe like the past two or three years we started watching them. Yeah, I started watching yeah. them with you. Yeah. Uh, I think they're fun. I mean, um, this this season you're talking about, like it has like a bunch of the old winners. Yeah. They're all really talented. They are. And it's not like you have like two talented people or three in the, in the group. I'm like, there's like eight or nine people. And they're all really fucking good. Yeah, it's so funny. Usually there's a season like, okay, there's one girl. Okay, you know, she's the bitch. There's the ones like who's like the super talented, but they're all super talented. None of them are really like the bitch. They're not being yeah. portrayed as, you know, that person. But they're well, all A lot great. of that is the way they edit it. Well, no, exactly. Like, but I mean, some of the people are, they're sassy or they're, they have an attitude. And some people are just flat out bitch. But, you know, they have a lot of great ones. You know, I love the Vivian. She was from the uh, Drag Race UK. We watched that, didn't we? Uh, I don't know if you watched that one. She I was like, no, one she was the from the first one. season. Okay. No, no. So there's been three seasons of UK. The Vivian won the first season. Uh, Lawrence Cheney won the second, and then the one uh, Versace. Oh, that's yeah, the one yeah, I yeah. She's the one. Yeah, yeah. She's the one that you watched with Lawrence me. Cheney. Yeah. Is she no relation? No, it's just oh. no. It's a shtick, but she's great. She's a comedy queen, is just like the Vivian. Uh, so <clears> okay. yeah, love that. Love Jinx. I like the old, especially the old school gals. You know, like Jinx, Monsoon, and Raja. 
Love Raja. So, you know, it's been really great. We've been loving this season. It's honestly, I think, the best one I've ever seen. Of course, you know, when you have all the winners, the top tier, you know, they're going to good good performances. They're going to, most of them, so, you know, so it's just, it's great. I love it. It's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of funny elements in the in the show, and it's just, I, I don't it's in, I guess, what the word I'm looking for, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's enthralling, I guess. Because you like get into like, oh, you want who do you want your favorite to win? You know? Yeah. Who? So who's your favorite? You know, I, I hate to say because I started with saying you know Raja because of the OG, and it's 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 basically Raja, the Vivian, and Jinx, the ones basically the ones I just said. You know, yeah. Jinx especially, but the Vivian. I like I like Jinx. I the ugliest guy out of out of drag. He's like the weird like just the bright red hair, but. She fucking laughs at everything that she says. <laughs> she makes herself laugh. I'm I like, love that. her laugh. I love her laugh. It's a it's a very interesting laugh too. One of them laughs like um, Seth Rogen. <laughs> oh, remember. you're thinking of Evie? Yeah, Evie yeah, yeah, Oddly. That guy. I love I Evie. Like, Man, it's been it's it's good. I mean, it's not, it's something we can watch together. You know. Yeah. I, I like competition shows. I like yes. more food competition shows which is weird so one which thing is, yeah your thing that, that you're on one yeah. of the things i just got really excited for was iron chef oh, quest yeah. for an iron legend that was a netflix series holy fuck this was good <laughs> it's so cool because like it's back and just because we're you know we're just i don't know but i don't know how many months ago to a year ago we we're like you know what happened to iron chef because we liked uh <laughs> we like that show we love anton we're, i you know i loved iron chef alton brown An- alton anton I was like, "Who's Anton?" I don't know. Um, I'm just making names the, up now. The obviously. format's a little bit different, a little bit different, but a little, mostly the same. It's new Iron Chefs. Um, there, uh, the what is it? What's his name? I can't think of the name. Um, the chairman. The chairman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Mark yeah, DeCoscos, yeah. uh, of course. From <laughs> he was in Double Dragon. The movie is it bad? That I didn't know he was an actor. Yeah, <laughs> initially, because I guess I didn't. I didn't. I saw Double Dragon, but I didn't know who he was. And he's been in the John Wick movies recently, especially the last okay. one. But uh, he was actually uh, a comic Palooza guest before he had to cancel this year. Because was, he's shooting Iron Chef. No, I have no he idea. Might be. I don't know. He he season did, two. He did have to cancel for a uh, for for something for a shoot, but. Uh, yeah, so if you don't know, so Alden Brown is back as the the host, yeah. co-host. He's now with uh, Chris, Chris, Kristen Kish. Um, she was a winner of Top Chef. I don't remember what season. But okay. she has that show on like True TV or something where her and two other chefs, and there's like celebrities each one, they sort of have to recreate fast food f- food but make it. Okay, is that the one that uh, I saw an episode with Joel McHale? Yeah, Joel McHale's on I love it. Joel yeah. McHale, but yes, I um, the new Iron Chefs are Curtis Stone, Dominique Crenn, Marcus Samuelson, Ming Tsai, and Gabriella Camara. Camara, I guess. Uh, but one of the guests is the guest judges, or one of the judges in the season is Andrew Zimmern. Oh love yeah, we, we love that guy. We and they have a rotating third guest each one. One of them was Danny Trejo once on one episode. I'm like, nice. He wasn't that great of a uh, a, a judge. But That's okay. he was he was great. It's He's great. Danny yeah. Trejo. I mean, come on. Speaking of uh, Kung Fu's alumni, <laughs> right? We got to meet him last year, which is yeah. really cool. We're like, I went to your taco place in L.A. It was awesome. Yeah, we did. We actually, I still have a bottle of his sauce that we haven't opened yet. Thanks to our friend Craig. Thank you, Craig. Uh, MatineeHeroes dot com. Check it out. That's he'll, right. If you if you become friends with him, he'll he'll bring you hot sauce from L.A. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it's there's been eight episodes. So what uh, which has been really cool is like the the challengers. Yeah. If they win, and not a lot of them have, have won. There's only been a, there's only a couple in this season. Okay, two or three. Most of the time, it's just so, Iron Chef that wins. So yeah. the one the winner was the highest point score at the end of the last episode uh, has to go up against all five Iron Chefs at really? a time. See, that's the episode I'd watch. That's yeah. I was just watching it the other night, and you're oh, like, I don't okay. want to watch that. You know, I'm like, all right, I'm watching it. Well, I just I wasn't in the mood to watch it. I don't think I was. You know, want to watch something else. I'm uh, not going to spoil it, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's not going to spoil it, but they make food. They did. They they wound up making food. I learned how to. I learned a lot of my cooking skills from these damn shows. <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah, that's true. true. It like, is oh, true. They do that. I'm like, I'll try that. Yeah. Um, the other thing I've been watching, we've been watching, is the Master Chief. Master Chef. Master Chef. Master Chef. Master Iron I, I've been Chef. waiting for the, the Halo crossover with Master, Master Chef. Chief, but it, I know. It hasn't happened. It's Chef and Boogaloo, whatever. This is like the all-star uh, chef from... It's like almost the runners-up or... Yeah. Right? The, not the people that won, but that... Right. Or, yeah. It's a lot of the people that were in previous seasons that were like, you know, runner-ups and number two well, and number like three. Well, kind of like how the RuPaul All-Stars usually is. Mm-hmm. It's not the winners, but, right. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Previous... Contestants. There so you that's go. been a lot of fun. I, I I like that. I like those type of shows. Um, and like we just watched the new Top Chef Houston. I think we talked about that on the show recently. Yeah. Just I just get into those shows for some reason. These cooking competition shows. Well, like I enjoy. It's a competition, but that was you know especially when the beginning of the pandemic. It's something that easy and calm to put on was uh, the Great British Bake Off. Yeah. May not be more. It's not. It is a competition, but it's not all cutthroat. And you know, they're always like, "Oh, well, good job," you know, and cheering each other on. It's, it's nice. It's, it's pleasant. More of a participation trophy event. Yeah, but somebody does win. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. So I enjoy watching those, and then maybe you know all the different weird I mean, things I, they make. I'm not afraid to admit I watch like the Food Network a lot. Yeah, I like all. I like a lot of the show. I like the more the competition shows. You know, like the Beat Bobby Flay and Chopped and all that stuff. Yeah, and the. Even the um, uh, Guy Fieri's his uh, the, the grocery game or the no? grocery game, yeah. yeah, yeah. You mean supermarket sweep? Basically, it is in a way. <laughs> a supermarket sweep was cooking. <laughs> yeah, we've had a Guy Fieri's burgers on cruises. That's about it. Yeah, and his barbecue. And his barbecue. Barbecue sucks. We're from Texas. You can't give me. You can't tell me that's a good barbecue. That's not. Uh, not good. Um, not our cup of tea. Eh? No, it's not good at all. I think uh, on the last cruise we went on, I don't think I even ate it at all. I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Well, we eat it a couple of months prior, so it's not yep. not the big of a deal. A uh, couple of things that I've been watching, I've been catching up on Evil. Evil is such a great show, and just found out today it got picked up for season four. So if you haven't not been watching Evil, oh, such a fucking great show. So is he evil? Yes, he is. I am evil. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Uh, yeah, this is probably they haven't used that that song. <laughs> um, because another show that I'm about to talk about used Metallica in one of the episodes, and that's Stranger Things. Season four of Stranger Things, it's it was way better than it should have been. Uh, I remember season one was great. Season two was okay. Season okay. three, I don't even really remember much. It was like, okay. But, man, season four has just been like, it, it was just fucking epic. So I was gonna say this may be a question for whenever the uh, you yeah. know Dave and Georgia here, but I was gonna say like rank the season because it seems like this season is like high up on some on people's lists. I if I had to rank, I would put this at my second favorite season. 
That's what I would have figured. Yeah. Probably like one, four. I mean, I don't then... remember, which I remember the first season because I used to remember two and three that much. But this one, it was just memorable. It was. I was going to say, the other ones weren't that memorable. That's they why. They put a lot of money into it. The show, the episodes were super fucking long. Like, the last episode was like over two hours long. There wasn't much uh, David Harbour, right? There was a lot of David Harbour. There was a good amount. Okay. This was the second <laughs> second project that David Harbour has had to escape. <laughs> a Russian I know. Prison I was like, is this years. Black Widow? It was not Black Widow. Is this, is this is this what happened prior? Like some yes. of the scenes in uh, Stranger Things is like, is this what happened? You know, whenever, whenever he was in jail or whatever yes. in Black Widow. <laughs> um, I I like they they gave, they gave Brett Gelman a bigger role in this season. I I think he's funny as hell. Uh, Winona Ryder, she was she was good. Yeah, uh, she didn't go really weird. She didn't overact <laughs> that much. She did a little bit. <laughs> But it was good. She's I mean, I, I liked the, the baddie, how they sort of tied the new bad mm. baddie into, like, the, all the previous stuff. And um, it was very metal. The new guy, everybody's talking about Eddie, Eddie Munson. Like oh, everybody the, the loves, heavy metal yeah, dude. yeah. His jacket was, like, uh, a Dio back patch on. It was actually provided by the Dio family. That's awesome. It's really cool. He's not a metalhead, but, like, I saw him, like, getting into character. He's, like, this British dude and... Yeah, you playing like a like a you know I think it was Indiana like in like I think that's where the show is. Okay, uh, just this Midwestern like heavy metal dude in the eighties. I'm like I can relate to that shit. Yeah, actually, I was just looking on social media and a friend of ours um, was just commenting on like here's a picture of me in that time. So yeah, I totally <laughs> I totally can identify with Eddie. Yeah, yeah in eight, it was eighty six. We're in a Metallica, probably. you know, uh, uh, I think a Master shirt or something. And it's so weird that that show the music like. That uh, what's that running up the hill? The Kate Bush, that became like the number one song. It was a it was a major plot point in the show. Oh, okay, we won't give that too much away. But and then fucking Master of Puppets, that was a big part of like one of the last episodes. Um, and I'm not going to give too much away if you haven't seen it yet, and we'll talk about that later when we can be more spoilerific. But uh, apparently they had to, you know, the 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 actor that played Eddie. Actually, did the solo himself. That's cool. But the other part of them that was recreated, sort of for the timing and to fit the the show, was done by Ty Trujillo. Wow! Speaking of suicidal Speaking tendencies, of suicidal tendencies, which is crazy. When we were watching that, it was like that guy looks like fucking Robert Trujillo. Yeah, he's <laughs> fucking amazing bass player, and it's his son. Sure enough, yeah. Looked it up. Apparently, he's a great guitar player too. You know. Well, that's just like uh, Eddie Runs Van Halen and the Wolfgang joined Van Halen. Yeah. So right. that's great. Whenever the family can still, and actually, um, from Pain or you know hypocrisy, Peter Tactron, his son is in the band. Really? He's in Pain? Yeah. And they were they just got back from touring some time ago. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Peter Tactron's son's in Pain. Yeah. Is he still a mayor of some town in like that? Sweden I don't. Or something? That I don't know. Was it? I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to look it up. I don't know. I, that's a, that was a weird thing for me. The too. person from the other room. Nope. So they're. They're not here anymore. Yeah, we have nobody to look shit up. <laughs> There's nobody in the other room now. Um, oh, good you times. wanted to talk about Outlander? Well, no, I was just going to say, you know, talking about shows we're watching, um, you know, of course, the shows that we discussed. One of the shows, I've there's a lot of shows that, you know, you picked up at the beginning, you just haven't, and one of mine is Outlander. So I haven't read the books. They're based on the books series. Uh, but I've been caught up on the show except for this past season, which has been 
all the episodes have been out for a while. I just, I need to catch back up on that. There's so many shows I need to catch back up on. Like, I never finished the one uh, on HBO that Joss Whedon started, uh, The Nevers. No, I got no. a couple of episodes no, I mean, into that. It's in the title. You're never going to finish it. It's called The Nevers. <sighs> I mean, it's great, but it's just, a lot of these shows came out at the same time. A lot of them are, just, these period pieces shows are just boring to me. This one's cool, though, because the supernatural element, well, I'm talking about The Nevers. Right. Um, so, I don't know. Well, if I'll Nevers watch it. I know you'll never watch it. I, I I plan on it. I think I watched the first episode and I was I was out. I was like, eh. You're not a period priest person. I am. No. I watch the Bridgertons and all that junk. So yeah. Outlanders, the period pieces. I enjoy that. You know, the Tudors. That's my bag. So, yeah. Yep. Enjoy it. Yours is the cooking shows. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, the period piece cooking shows. There you go. Well, they have Great British Bake Up. No, no. Just kidding. <laughs> sort of, right? Uh, let's talk about what we've been playing. Um, I I honestly haven't had a lot of time recently to be playing games. Uh, the only thing I really have, I picked up a, a new title. I picked up the Capcom Fighting Collection, mm, yeah. which oh, we're playing that. We had some people over the other day. We were playing a little bit of that. It has one of the ultimate Street Fighters in there, Street Fighter Two. It has all the Darkstalker games, which is cool because some of those have never come out in America before. Oh, more, okay, just like Japan. Vampire Savior Two, never been out in America before. And it's, if you look on the game, it's the only Japanese version of it. Okay. Uh, Red Earth is on there, which is super cool. Uh, Red Earth was a very strange fighting game because it wasn't set up like a typical fighting game. It was more of a first one-player fighting game. Okay. You go through, and you, it was just boss level after boss level, basically. Ooh, I'd hate that. <laughs> um, and then it also had uh, like Puzzle Fighter, which is cool, and Gem Fighters, which is like when oh, they're, yeah, like, those are fun. When they're yeah. super small and cute and like weird-looking. But yeah, Puzzle Fighter was... Ju- I love that game. It's like um, Columns. Remember that game Columns on the Sega? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, the, it, but man, I was playing against a friend of mine the other day, and I, was, I kicked his ass in the first round, and, that, and then he just like came back. And, well, because I don't think he understood how to play it, how it worked. Right. Yeah. So then once and I was like, oh, you do X, not, then he started, yeah. Yeah. He beat my butt. That's all I can yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that, I've been playing a little bit of the Lego Star Wars. Uh, I was playing that over the weekend. It's, I'm still in the process of trying to open up all the characters. Trying to 100% it? Trying to, well, that's going to take <laughs> me a long time because uh, I, I looked at my, you know, the gold bricks, whatever you can find. Mm-hmm. I had like 287 out of 1100. Oh, gosh. Well, um, you got some time. And I'm still trying just to open the characters and then open up all the uh, spaceships and stuff like that. Yeah. It's going to take me a long time. But that game is still a lot of fun. Still looks I mean, yeah, great. Yeah, as long as you're still having fun, that doesn't yeah. matter. And what have you been playing? Uh, well, I've been, you know, I'm a very bad Borderlands fan because I'm still playing. I, I pick up games for a while, then I put it down. I start reading a book. I start reading comics, watching stuff. So I sadly have not finished Tiny Tina's Wonderlands yet. Um, still playing it though. I just haven't picked it up. Picked it up a couple days ago, but you know, I haven't been picking it up more frequently. But the most recently is I finally came out, which I thought it was coming out the end of the year, but Nintendo did a little sneak attack and said, Hey, you remember this game Portal? <laughs> we talked about it was going to be here at the end of the year. It's here now. So Carrie graciously uh, downloaded it on my Switch. And so I've been playing it. So I was like, I can't wait, I can't wait. Then I started playing. I got into like five or six levels. I'm like, oh, yeah. This game's fucking hard. There's some levels that are kind of fucking hard, and I yeah. keep dying or falling into the water, lava, whatever stuff. So, yeah. so I'm The floor is lava in that game. Well, the floor is something. I don't know what it is. But I've been t- I'm told the cake is a lie or not. But, yeah. Still playing it. I think I'm on level 18 right now, and I'm like, okay. 
I have to hit the thing. Are you playing just, Portal I'm, One or Portal Two? One. One. I have to do it in order. I'm gonna play one and then two. So I did download a new Switch game tonight. It was like something I've been looking at, but it was like three ninety nine. It went on sale. It's called Elementals Death Metal Deathmatch. Oh gosh! Well, I think you should buy it. It was like okay. three ninety nine. It's a it's a deathmatch game, but it's all uh, heavy metal based. It's like I I played a couple of rounds earlier. I sucked ass. I didn't know who I was, but yeah. it's all brutal and like even like the 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 game intro is like Elementals. It's like that's funny. It's pretty funny. I'll watch you play and decide because if it's gonna be hard, like Cuphead, I will never play Cuphead. Oh. I've seen so many people play it, and you just got the I DLC. I got the DLC for Cuphead. The uh, I can't think of what it's called now. It Delicious Last Course last or something course, like yeah. that. Holy shit! Those first bosses I got to, I'm just like, I, I was playing it on the easier mode too. Hard as balls. Well, I was and a, I'm no. and I'm a good platform player, and I'm a good yeah. uh, one of my favorite game. Uh, genre is, is shmups. I love shoot 'em ups. I'm yeah. great at that shit. There's just something about this game where I, I just suck. But when it's, I know George is really good at it. He's yeah. he's beat it. I've never beaten the game. I guess a lot that game is. I guess a lot of games are based on patterns. I'm guessing. You should remember as a pattern. Yeah. Is that how it goes? Yeah. But it's still hard as hell whenever they're shooting stuff at you. Oh yeah. Pollen or whatever because it's always like something like that. Always something coming at you in that game. Balls always flying at your face. <laughs> there goes your social life. There goes your social life. Um. Yeah, I think I, I was thinking about if George, you're listening. I was thinking about buying the DLC as one of your, as your birthday present because his birthday was last weekend. So that's one of the reasons we didn't record because he was celebrating too much, out partying or something. Oh, hey, you gotta celebrate your birthday. That's right, you do. Uh, speaking of what we're doing for my birthday this year, um, going on a magic carpet ride. I don't know what are we doing. <laughs> we're going to New Orleans on a magic boat ride. We're going to New Orleans. Going to New Orleans. To New Orleans. We haven't been to New Orleans in. A long time. Going to New Orleans, or we're going to go on a cruise from New Orleans. New Orleans. We'll That's go get right. some beignets or something. Yep. Go Cafe Du Monde. I'm going to recreate the the scene from Chef. Oh. <laughs> oh, they went to Cafe Du Monde. They, they go to Cafe Du Monde, yeah. Well, we already went to the place in Austin, so hey, why not? That's right. Uh, we're going to be going to Austin, too. We, we can talk about that <laughs> Speaking later. Speaking of which, good segue. Um, let's talk about what we Star Wars. We finally get into it. Let's talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Old Ben Kenobi. Hello there. The hermit. I was about to say, hello there. I should have, I was going to, I meant, I was thinking about it for days. I was going to start this episode and just go, hello oh, there. Oh, damn. Rewind I'm, the tape. I'm just going to add it in. So if you listen to it later, you go, he did add it in. I am going to. And if I forget, <laughs> it's not my fault. Well, actually, it would be my fault. It would be your fault, but whatever. But, um, hello there. Uh, let's, children. I want to nope, get your, hello there, children. Yeah, that's right. Well, he, well, he could have said that in the, in the show. I want to get your opinion first before I give him my opinion. Well, he would have said, hello there, younglings, not children. Right, younglings. But there weren't many younglings around. There was only like one, well, one, one at a time. rest of them were pretty charred. Well, not for him, but for Anakin, but yeah. No, I so, enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed it. I'm so glad that Ewan McGregor is back, because they couldn't do it without him. Uh, I mean, he was in the uh, prequels, so you got to bring him back. They said that this originally was going to be a, a trilogy of movies. Yeah, but the failure of Solo sort of stopped a lot of those plans, and they turned it into uh, a, a series. I think I think it would be do. I think it would have done better as a as a movie. I but, think Solo maybe would have done better if it was a series. Then what do you think? Mm, yeah, like Young Indiana Jones. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it could have been. Maybe. Oh man, I'm at, uh, what's his name? We want to see more Lando, Young Lando. That's right. Young Lando's awesome. He he was like yeah. the best part. Um, 
Okay, let's go back to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, <laughs> Squirrel, sorry. <laughs> did you have any... I know you said you liked it. Do you have any criticisms or anything about the no, show? No, because you see, I'm not one of those fans. Like I'm like major major criticisms. Like how dare they do that? Or they not do that? You know what I mean? I love the little girl who played uh, Leia. She's oh, she freaking adorable. adorable. I mean, she definitely <clears throat> outshined the the kid that played Luke. But I mean, he had like like a hot two seconds, you That's know, right. screen time. He was weird, which looking you too. know, it was more about her. Obviously, that kid playing Luke was sort of weird looking. Oh, don't dare that. <laughs> Sorry. Everybody's cute according to their mom, All right. <laughs> their parents. <laughs> we not really enjoyed it, so I just you know because like I said, I'm not the fangirl or fanboy tours like oh how do they do that? They ruined my childhood. Just enjoy the ride, you know. Fuck off. I I okay. So here's my hot take, um, and I really want to talk more about this when when we have yeah back definitely on, more. I don't know what George thinks about it. He won't tell me until we record. So but that's the best time. Time yeah. Um, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. I think it was, as a term that I use, serviceable. Mm-hmm. I think they played a lot of stuff a little safe. Um, yeah. It was exactly what you expected an Obi-Wan Kenobi series to sort of be. Yeah. But oh, uh, Darth Vader was fucking amazing. I'm so I'm glad ready. they brought him back, yeah. They they just... I love the Darth Vader comic book series that's out in Marvel. It's just interesting to hear... to to hear his perspective and see things through his eyes and stuff like that. Yeah. And they did that in this, in the show when he was on screen, it was basically his perspective. You know, it wasn't just like, here's Darth Vader on screen, but, uh, I think he could carry a a Darth Vader show on Disney plus would do fucking amazing. Um, so him outside of the costume. So just, no, no, no. In the costume is Darth Vader. But then it's just kind of like the whole, I don't know. It's like, you know, Mandalorian's like, you know, you have Pedro, he's, 99.99% 99.99% of the time in the thing. But then for Vader, do you want to see him outside, even though he's all like funky well, he can and be charred? Really. Well, his face. He can only be outside of it when he's for... in the uh, the back the tank, the chamber. Ah. So. Because you almost want to see like f- maybe like flashbacks or something. Well, they'll have flashbacks. Like you know, because you actually want to see like the actor, which I'm yeah. glad they did that. You know, the. The, the weird retro version of him when he still looked older as hell. When they oh. were fighting. He's he looked old. I'm like, oh, wow. well, I mean, do you really want to do the weird thing? You know, where they like make well, them no, look younger. Did. I mean, but they're you know, it's I don't know. They just didn't go back far enough because like that period that the the part of where they were fighting him and Obi Wan. They they de aged Obi Wan too. They de aged uh, Anakin, but Anakin still looked old because comparatively to where he was in Episode Three. Yeah. And then here, I was like, all right. But it's kind of like, if you go too far, it just looks weird. Sure. You like, you know, Mark Hamill looks kind of weird, but you just have to you have to take it on whatever. Take it for face value. Well, uh, face value. Well, that's true. Look at that. I'm so good, I don't even know I'm making them. But, uh, you know, I I think, like I said, I think it did play a little bit safe, but I enjoyed it. Uh, I I liked the Reva character. I thought yeah. people were like, oh, her... Uh, you know her purpose or whatever her I'm like no she wanted to have revenge on Anakin Skywalker and I think her main purpose of that whole show was to help facilitate that revenge on him yeah. on Anakin because she he, he killed all the fucking younglings around her um, yeah I mean that's, that's pretty the only reason damaging. she tried to become Inquisitor the, the Grand Inquisitor which was really people are complaining about the way they looked I'm like 
they looked a little, yeah they looked a little bit different than than the cartoons but I never thought I would see the Grand Inquisitors the Inquisitors yeah in a live action TV show they could do more with them too I think there could be a whole series there give them time they all, I don't know do as long as they're just not just I don't know hey this one it's kind of like the toys back in the nineties this one obscure thing was on for like two tenths of a second we're gonna make a figure as long as they're not gonna do that with the shows hey you know these well, guys are in there for five seconds well, they're already doing we're gonna have toys. a sh- see and, you know I know not until but like a show I know I don't need like hey like I don't know if we need a Grand Inquisitors thing maybe they'll just pop in and different episodes I don't know I don't know I, that's where I think a Darth Vader series could really work because they could well then what about Afra? Afra? Dr. Afro was that her name? Oh, Dr. Afro. Yeah. I was thinking of Afrin for some reason. No, sorry. Afrin? So like, well, I'm okay. I mean, no. <laughs> it is allergy would, season, but no. Uh, Dr. Afro would be cool because they've already uh, introduced Black Kurstan. So yeah, true. I'm sure she would eventually show up because she's canon. She's in the comics, in the yeah. official comics, so it would not surprise me. And yeah. she did work for Darth Vader, so perfect place That's to introduce in, her. Yeah. It would be in a Darth Vader series. And Disney, if you're listening, <laughs> you can have that. Just do a Darth Vader series, what I'm saying. It would do well for you. Do it. Just do it. Make a dark, evil fucking series. It, it'd be great. Yeah. I. That's all I got to say about Obi-Wan. But uh, let's move on to Marvel. What What we Marvel? What are we marveling about? I'm marveling about Miss Marvel. We're watch, we, we just finished, before we recorded, the, the fifth episode Think so. I think it was number five. I don't know how many are in this ser- season. Do you know? I don't. Unfortunately, I'm not keeping up with stuff like that. I just wish that all these series were a little more longer, look at more episodes. Really? Yeah. Well, because I remember like watching. Prime example when I was watching True Blood on HBO. I think they start like twelve episodes for the number of years, and they cut to like ten. It's like it's like how many episodes are they going to have per season? But then you go to like different things, like different BBC shows. Um, Oh shit! Uh, what's his name? Sherlock Holmes. It Those are like, like three episodes. Miss Marvel's per only series. six episode series. Okay, that's that seems to be because it, it seems like it should be eight. Now it's six. Quit cutting it down. But you know, depends on if they have a good story that can carry it through to eight episodes or ten episodes. Um, I I like Miss Marvel. I think I it's a great. I like her as a character. I like yeah. her uh, portrayal of Kamala Khan. Yeah. I like the family dynamic. Um. I know a lot of people, there's been a lot of complaints about the way, why do they have to have, you know, Muslims with the magic and all that, but whatever. I, I think the way that they changed her power powers sort of works because there's, in the in the MCU, this version of the Marvel Universe, yeah. there is no Terrigen Mist, so that doesn't work. Um, yeah. So the way they, they incorporated the way she got her powers it, through it, the family like a saying and kind of family tradition. heirloom like yeah like an heirloom the bangle um <laughs> the like the bangles yeah the band. <laughs> but um i i i don't hate that and i think her no. powers look cool no yeah 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 and because like you know going back to the whole i'm not the one the fan boys like or finger like they change it so whenever i first heard that oh she's not gonna do the although i would love can she just say in biggin once make me happy. oh she's gotta say in biggin. she's gotta say in biggin that's all i want so, but you know i wasn't pissed off when i heard like oh well no she's not this 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 different origin than how, what it came from. And she hasn't so. really got into her costume yet. Yeah. Which I think she they're... will in this last season, uh, last episode. She has to. As a spoiler, we watched, um, so the Disney Witch oh, yes, cruise yeah, yeah, ship yeah, yeah. opened last week. They had like a media uh, for it. 
and there's the World of Marvel restaurant on the ship, right? And the whole thing... Hmm. Um, that was cute. The, the plot, I don't want to give away too much. The plot has to do with uh, Ant-Man and Wasp, and they're showing this new... It's sort of like in the future technology. I think the, the supposed place is in the future of the MCU. Yeah, because it's so, not current. It's not current. So they're showing this technology, and it, and it interacts with your table and all this kind of cool stuff. And yeah. at one point... Um, Ultron bots show up and attack the cruise ship yeah. and Captain America, Captain Falcon. Yeah. Falcon show up. Uh, who else shows up? Uh, and then Captain, Captain America, the Falcon brought Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, Ms. Marvel was there and she had her outfit and on. She had the outfit on. She was fighting. Um, it was very much like she that was... scene when Spider-Man first showed up in the Avengers movie uh, where he was very young yeah. and didn't know how to really fight that well. You could tell, and then Captain Marvel shows Captain Marvel, up. Captain Marvel, and she was actually, uh, Kamala was actually talking to a Falcon or uh, just asking questions, fangoing about, you know, Captain Marvel. So it stayed true for the character, which was yeah. great. So it's cool that they incorporated her. They've already incorporated her into the MCU that way. I think New she's Avengers, going to play, the, well, they're going to have to do or a Young Champions Avengers. or something. Uh, Champions would be cool. Um, I think they got to do like in a Young Avengers. Yeah, I mean they got America, so get her in America. America Chavez, yeah. I mean, get in Miles. In why not? You know. Do you think they're going to introduce Miles yet? I don't know how they could do that though. So I'm, I, I just pulled up an article. Every potential Young Avengers already in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh. So. Well, uh, Wanda's twins, right? Uh, yeah. Eventually, so that yeah. I heard rumors that they're going to be casting for uh Wiccan soon. Yeah. Uh so Ironheart, they're working on that series. So Ironheart, Ironheart there you go. Uh Riri Williams, uh Kamala Khan's already been introduced. Uh Patriot's already been introduced. Uh Eli Bradley. Um he was in the Falcon and Winter Soldier series where they go to that the older black guy's house where he was had the serum and his grandson was the one there. Okay. He's the Patriot. Um They've introduced stature, sort of Cassie Lang. Uh, oh, okay, know. yeah, yeah, the, yeah. She'll be in yeah, the next uh, Quantum Mania or something. I'm guessing. Yeah, right? they've recast her already. So, uh, Wiccan Billy Maximoff would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Speed Tommy Maximoff, Loki Kid Loki could could be part of it. Uh, Vision, if they need to bring the Vision back, he's part of the Young <laughs> Avengers. Uh, How is he part of the young? He's like the mentor. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, um, it's not gonna be like baby Deadpool, but Vision. Sorry, that's uh, Miss America. My head. America Chavez has been introduced. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Iron Lad, the uh, Nathaniel Richards, Iron Lad. Mm. Um, he's already been cast, apparently. Uh, so is he Richards, is it Reed Richards? Well, yeah, Nathan Richards, Nathaniel Richards is the real name of the person who eventually becomes the King the Conqueror villain. Yeah. So, and then Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop yes. would be amazing. He's already in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, because, like, you have uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I don't remember her character name. Yeah. She's working on creating the Dark Avengers. Yeah, because like, she's already got what's-his-name in there. So And yeah. they've already talked about the Avengers that have been coming up are not the same as... The original five. It's kind of like Menudo. You know, they change every couple of years, you know? Well, yeah. If you've, <laughs> if you've never read... The, I, I am a champion for the Champion series that came out maybe like four or five years ago that had uh, Kamala Khan and it had 
uh, Miles Morales. It had Kid Nova. It had uh, Quentin Squire from the X-Men. It had Gwenpool. Mm. It had um, uh, both Hawkeyes, which was really cool. Mm. And Arcade Pizza and... Yeah. Oh, oh, Pizza Dog. Yes, we love Pizza Dog. In the first, epi- or first uh, comic in that series, they fight a huge Tigra. Okay. Yeah. Tigra, remember, from the... <laughs> From the Avengers, and she was in the uh, uh, <laughs> the Rescue Rangers movie recently. <laughs> yeah, I, that's where I I, I yeah. liked Miss Marvel. Um, like they have a lot more to go in this last episode. I think it's one that without today that we watched with a lot of backstory, backstory, which I guess you sort of have to have that. You have to, or else it doesn't quite make sense, right? So yeah, but yeah, uh, was it? Oh, what else, Marvel, can we talk about? There's some movie coming out tomorrow, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, As yeah. recording this, the movie comes out tomorrow. Oh, that's right. We're actually going to go see it tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, the new well, the Mighty Thor movie is what I'm calling the it. The Mighty Thor. The Mighty Thor movie is coming out. You're going to get Mighty Thor after watching that movie, aren't you? I'm going to be excited. It depends on, you know, I'm a little cautious as to how they're going to deal with uh, Jane Foster as Thor. There's some backstories in the comics I'd like for them to address. I think it would be more powerful. Some of the reviews haven't been great. I know. I've already seen like IGN's, their number, whatever they gave it and stuff. It's like, you know what? It's Taika. I love Taika. Uh, I love what he did with uh, Ragnarok or Fraggle Rock, however I call it, whatever I call it. Fraggle Rock. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, I love Taika Waititi. Uh, (laughs) There's an article today about I don't know if it's real or not, but I guess he asked Natalie Portman if she would be in a Star Wars. If she, if she would want to be in a Star Wars movie, because this next movie he's doing is Star Wars. I'm sure it's a joke. It's got to be a joke, because she's like, "Well, I was in three of them." He's like, I'm "Oh sure yeah, it's a that's joke. right." Unless it could be an inside joke between them two. Who knows? She's the catalyst for the entire rest of the series, really. Which that would be wondering going back to Star Wars if they revisited that character. So I don't think. Taika said that with his no, Star no, no, Wars, yeah, no, not for him, right. but just for in general. His yeah. Star Wars is going to have nothing to do with any other thing yeah, in the yeah. Star Wars universe, which I like that. That makes me happy. Yeah. You don't have to create something new. I mean, they've done it with they did it with Rebels. They did it with well, I want I don't want to say uh, Clone Wars because that was, but they created characters for Clone Wars. Yeah, that are some of the most popular characters now. But they're not going to have R two and C three PO in the uh, in every. Thing, you know, going back to the Kevin like Smith the Clark's, Clark's three, trailer. 3 trailer, yeah. Jane, Saul, and Bob are like the the R two D two and C three PO because they're they're in everything, and <laughs> they just have to be. It's just the way that it is. Yeah, uh, yeah, I get it's it. It's called a callback, right? Something like that. But so yeah, excited about Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, we'll definitely be talking about that more after we see it. I hope, uh, I hope everybody likes it. Yeah. I know not everybody on the Metal Geeks crew likes Taika. <sighs> I think George does. I know it's Justin who does not like Taika. Justin's not a fan. You know, everybody's entitled to their opinion, even though they're wrong. But uh, Justin is going to be busy soon. Yes. His uh, his youngling is due in like the Pretty next week. Pretty soon, yeah. 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 So he'll be have his hands full. So congrats so wanna, to them. Major congrats to him. Yes. We'll have him come back on when he feels he's ready to. When he, he takes can. a nap. When he takes a nap, he can record. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's Thor Love and Thunder. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, what, have we, what have we been reading? Uh, not so much. I've been reading a little odd and end book here and there, but I, when they announced, um, well, I think I started the first trailer, I guess, of She-Hulk came out and I love Tatiana Maslany. I loved her in, um, I can't talk, Orphan Black. So that was Orphan great. Land? 
No, not Orphan Land. That's oh, a band. That's a really good true. band. Orphan Black. I loved her. She was great. Uh, Sestra for life, whatever. But yeah, so, you know, I was asking for her. I think I asked Justin. It's like, hey, you know, something that's similar to the show, or what comic book run should I yeah. read? And so he has suggested the one, I think the 2014 run. Mm-hmm. And so I just started. I never read that. So. so I just started. It's fun so far. I'm like on the third issue or something. It was kind she of. Hulk's a, she's a good character. Very underrated. Underrated. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, she just. I'm looking. I hope that show is. I I look at that show and it feels like it's going to be like Harvey Birdman, Attorney of Law. I think it's going to be like a that type of funny, cheesy cop procedural. I am. That's yeah. I'm totally down for that. And there's a rumor that they've renamed um, Jessica Jones on Disney Plus. So now it's AKA. Jessica like the Jones. oh okay like like the, car, like the comic like the comic because I've read some of those. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a rumor yeah. that she is going to play a major part in the She-Hulk series. Well, I mean, sense. yeah, because if I remember, and I'm trying, I'm getting my sh- things confused. So, no, actually, I was reading a Kate Bishop ep- issue, and she was actually kind of being men- men- being mentored by Jessica. Oh, really? Yeah, and comes because I started reading some of that. Then I got like Squirrel, started doing She Hulk, and I was like, oh, Miss Marvel's back out. I should catch back up with Miss Marvel, yeah. and you know, so I've been kind of doing that whole thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I could see that. You know, I mean, you know, they're all in New York, so why not? I've uh, I picked up a book I haven't started reading it yet. Um, it's sitting oh. right here. It's huge. I didn't think it was going to be this big, but maybe it's big print. Probably not. I I, I wish George was here because he would have said that's what she said. Yeah, I, I chose not to say that. Uh, it's star. It's a new Star <laughs> Wars book called Shadow of the Sith. That is a. It's huge. Yeah. Um, it takes place um, in the timeline between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. So this is. Um, okay. Basically, Lando's daughter is captured by this this sis here. I don't remember his name. Um, and this Sith is guy. this Number sis two. right here. He's actually is also part of this a book. Is trying to find Ray as a little girl as well. Oh, so it sort okay. of includes a lot of that. So it's trying to piece a lot of that together in a way. I'm so I'm excited for that. Hmm. I like stuff like that. Um, it's easier probably to read on my iPad than it would be. This book is huge. I'm telling you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I read books all the time, and when it gets to like 500 pages, it's just like, okay, I'm a more of a digital because it's you know, your Kindle or whatever your reader, reader, digital reader of choice is a lot lighter than a 500 page book. Now, there was one article I wanted to talk about before um, we uh, we wrap up the episode. Yeah. EA last week, um, the the great and wonderful EA Twitter account tweeted a bad joke about single player games. Um, you know, well, we hate like, no single player games. That's my jam. Going around, or like this, you like TikTok saying about he's a ten, but he doesn't do this, so he's now a six or some shit like that. It's stupid. No, um, I saw that. Thank goodness. So EA put uh, put a tweet out. It says they're a ten, but they only like playing single player games. Ooh, that's a big fu because I only play single player games. So EA, part of your bread and fucking butter are single player games. I know they don't like them because it doesn't make them as much money, but man, they've got some negative fucking reaction. It spiraled out of control. Um, a lot of discourse. Um, I guess somebody <laughs> USA Today, a source told USA Today, the most agreed on idea was to take responsibility, spo- responsibility for it and apologize. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
what the fuck are they doing? Well, I don't know. It could have just been like this one person, like, hey, it's funny. And then it just, there's no quality control on right, it. Right, probably. Because of all the negativity it potentially got, you know. It's just, I'm just that person. I'm not, I don't play Fortnites. I don't play all these online games. Uh, I like, you know, single narrative driven type games or, you know, something where I can just play with myself or play with you. You know, couch co-op. That's why I love the Borderlands, the couch co-op. That's my jam. So... I'm yeah. not one of those. I'm not. I'm not playing. You know, Call of Duty online all time, or Fortnite, or any of those type of games. <laughs> I like the first comment it says, "What precisely is the point of having a social media team if they are not also the people in charge of the verified Twitter account?" <laughs> okay. I wonder if it deviated from other stuff. Then I don't know. Right. I don't know. I just that was very. I love single player games. I love yeah. single player narrative games. Um, EA published that last uh, the last Star Wars game uh, which was great they need to do more single player games that's yeah. just you can do both there's a place yeah. for multiplayer experiences and there's a place for single player narrative driven games that's where I'm at I don't have time for the other shit I really don't yeah I don't have time to dedicate so many hours a day or per week and get with a clan and be like okay we have to do this do this we have to you know, I just don't know. Like I said, I've been barely played Borderlands while well, Tina. I haven't caught that back up again, so I need to. I'm so behind on stuff like that. I just don't have the time. I don't, definitely don't have time to meet somebody a couple of days a week. And I would never play WoW. I just don't have that time. No other concentration. I just saw another Common Clues ad show up. Oh. On Kotaku. Uh, God of War. New God of War oh. Ragnarok comes out, uh, I believe, in November now. Okay. Another um, single player game there's, like. <laughs> there people there's a, variety, a lot of variety of editions, but there's one um it's called the uh it's an expensive <laughs> bundle. Uh it comes as a steel book case, uh a Mjolnir replica, <laughs> cool. bunch of different stuff, but it I guess it's two hundred bucks. Okay. Doesn't come with the game. Just the Okay, Borderlands is something like that too. It's like, you know, you get all these little this these tchotchkes Isn't and stuff weird? and a, like a, a, an actual loot like a not a loot crate but you know a little crate thing yeah and, yeah but not the game and, i mean if it's profitable for them go for it but you know i didn't buy the borderlands one because it's just like eh, it doesn't come with the game so nah all right well i'm getting tired i think it's time to get ready for to go to bed um before we do that we need to talk about where people can find our information actually let's let's talk about what's tickling our geek first well, we pretty much for mine, we basically talked about it in the what we marvel portion of the uh, the episode. Okay, uh, Mighty Thor movie. All right, and we're gonna see that Excited. tomorrow. Yep, I'm gonna go see it tomorrow. So then I'll have to find something new to tickle my geek after tomorrow night. Uh, I'm excited. We're gonna go see Anthrax in August. That's uh, right. The 40th anniversary concert. I'm not excited about the openers too much. It's Black Label Society and Hatebreed, but. I have more respect for Hatebreed and Jamie Josta now yes, that he bought yes. the rights to Milwaukee Metal Fest. And the Milwaukee Metal Fest was one of my first, when I was doing the fanzine back in yeah. 98, 99, 2000, it was my first foray into that huge, I went there for promotion and, and to experience. And yeah. you went, what year did you go with me? It was 2000? I want to say 99, 2000. It wasn't 99. It must have been 2000. Because that's the year an, an, Anasima played. Yeah, not those there. Um, and well, I'm thinking, I'm getting that confused with a a San Antonio festival. No, I was gonna San say Antonio. in flames, but no, that was the San Antonio. That was one. San Antonio, but 
Uh, we got to see uh, Anasima do like a, a a private acoustic show. Yeah, that was for, awesome. It was awesome. And they were doing Beatles songs, even yep. better. Ugh. I wish I still had that. I recorded that. I just don't know where it. it is. Yeah. But yeah, I would just—it's like Tangent City tonight. Well, that's what happens when we get together and talk. Yes. Um, wh- what was I saying? Where were we going? Oh, <laughs> the Walking hey Metal Breed, Fest. The, Jamie, we're going to see Anthrax, yeah. the 40th anniversary. Yeah. So I'm excited to see them again. It's been a, it's been way too long. Um, yeah, I can't remember the last time we saw Anthrax together. But yeah, yeah, because you've seen them a couple times since. Maybe. I didn't go with This yeah. is the headlining show, so I'm excited for yeah, it. Yeah, because last times we've seen them, they I'm weren't tempted, headlining. I am tempted to buy the VIP package. It's ah. 175 bucks. Um, you can't bring anything to get signed, but you get a limited poster. You get okay. a bunch of stuff signed. You get a photo with some... Blah blah blah. I wonder I what the photo is going to be like. Is it going to be a group be... photo? Okay, meaning well, like because you know, change things have changed how some bands or people do so, photos with. Code. I don't know. I, I'd have to because Christian, our our good friend Christian, who's probably listening to the show right now. Yeah. Hello. Uh, he did the VIP for Testament when they were here. Yeah. And what they did for that is they had the band on stage, and yeah. then you were like twenty feet in front of the stage, and yeah. they just took a picture. If they did that, I would not be happy with that. I would that would. But that might have been a reason why they did that because you know, maybe with Chuck's been ill in the past. Right. Maybe I mean he is a higher risk. Right, he is a cancer survivor. I, I get that. Yeah, for sure. so that might have been has something to do with it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe yeah. Um, I'm excited to see Anthrax again. It's, it'll be fun. Uh, Are you gonna get caught in a mosh? I'm not gonna get caught in a mosh, but <laughs> I'll watch the mo- watch the mosh. That's hard to say. Watch the mosh. We'll watch other people get caught in the mosh. Right. <laughs> Um, and I did want to talk about an album. This is something I probably picked up uh, that I would have probably used for George Hates Metal. It's this band called Sayor. Sour. I always wonder how to pronounce the name. Yeah. Uh, they have a Sword? new album called Origins, and it's fucking phenomenal. Um, it's probably their most accessible album they've ever done. Okay. Um, I actually picked up the vinyl yesterday over at Sound Exchange. Uh, I went there, had to go run an errand for work, and I was over by, nearby there. So I was like, I'm going to go in there. Oh. And it was weird. It was like this metal. I was buying the Hasserod CD too, which is oh good, yeah. We uh, it friends, was friends our, of the show, friends of the show, Maurice, of course, and then Cryptos used to be my co-host on MSR Cast. Yes, he walks in the door as I was oh, picking really? out of the bin. I hear his voice. I'm like, oh shit, I should put this back then. Um, <laughs> be like, what's like, this no. crap? No, he's like, no, buy it, buy it, because the more that we sell of the CDs, yeah, the we'll, we'll be able to do a uh, a vinyl print, which would be cool. Cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So check out Hasserot. Yes, please. Uh, we They're did great. a full interview with them on MSRcast recently, which is really cool. But uh, and then Keegan uh, used to be in Ocean of the Slumber. He has a new band called Sound Barrier. B u r r i e r. He came in, so it was like oh, a cool. little reunion. It was fun. Um, but yeah, check out this band Sour Sayor Sour. Uh, he gets Sean on here. He'll know how to pronounce it. He he actually texted about it the other day to our group, <laughs> and he's like, "This is I'm addicted to this album. Oh great, it's really good. Um, I, it's super. It, it is it is amazingly good. Um, that's what I wanted to talk about. Cool. Anything else tickling your geek? Is that it? That's it right now. But maybe something different tomorrow. Hey, tomorrow after I don't know. All right. Just getting ready for the new shows to come out on Disney and whatever you know. So uh, let's let's uh, wrap this up. Um, you can find us on the interwebs at uh, metalgeeks.net, msrcast.com. We're on all the places where you can download your podcast. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. We're on 
Stitcher, Stotcher, all those places. Your iPod. Your your iPod, your iPod Mini. Any place where you can actually download a podcast, we're there. Zune? Uh, if you still have a Zune, you can might be able to... Good luck, yeah. There's If there's a Zune store around, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, we're Thank on the you. social medias at, uh, at Metal Geeks on all those. Check us out on Facebook if you're there at the Metal Geek Society. We have a fun group going on. Oh, yes, please join we us. We need five more people. To I know, reach. I saw that today. Right now, we need five people to join the Metal Geek Society on Facebook to be at 666. I mean, it's the number of the beast. If... I, the number six 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 person that joins is going to get a special prize from me. They're going to get a they're going to get blasted a bunch of Iron Maiden videos. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, um, no. As always, you can check us out as part of the ESO network. Check out esonetwork.com. Yes. Uh, check out all the cool shows that make up the network there. Um, there's a lot of great geeky stuff going on over there as well. Uh, do you want to give out your socials? Do you have anything? You I don't talk really about? have any socials I give out. I say just join us at the Metal Geek Society. I'm usually posting stupid memes or videos or just whatever. Uh, if you are in Houston, not this weekend, but the next weekend, you can join us at Conk Palooza. Love to see everybody. That's come right. join the the Metal Geeks. Uh, come to the Metal Geeks panel. Panel, if you, uh, yeah. Come say hi to us. We'll be there. We'll sure. give you a high five. We'll give you a nice, crisp high five. And then we'll a sanitize virtual. our hands. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a virtual high five. Then we can give a real high five. Then we just sanitize our hands. We're That's good true. to go. That's true. There you All go. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you for hanging out with me tonight. Thank you. For my wife. Be every, for the past 20 plus years. My wife. No. No? <laughs> That's over. That's old school. Okay. Not even old school. Uh, and thank you guys for hanging out with us again on this episode. Uh, we're trying to figure out if we're going to record the next episode. That's live at Common Plus. We'll have to figure that out. Logistics, logistics out and we'll be back after that for a brand new episode with the gang back with the crew so as always we have one last thing we have to say keep it metal keep it geeky and keep it star warsy i, I was know. gonna say hello there hello there children hey geekazoids thanks for listening to another fine podcast brought to you by msr productions all rights reserved blah 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 for reviews, archives of our podcasts, and all your other metal geekery needs, please visit metalgeeks.net. Keep it geeky. Keep it metal. So how do we describe this show? Like, what's really going to grab people's attention and make them tune in? Nerdgasm for your eargasm? What? The spice must flow to be in the know. Um. Don't be a willow. Grab your pillow. But that one doesn't even make sense. All right, stop. Snag a seat and listen. The nerds are back with a brand new edition. No. Uh, okay, then. The Blurred Nerds Podcast. Rants, raves, reviews, recaps, and other bits of random fandom. Well, see, that's perfect. You should have just led with that one. Resistance is futile. Listen to the Blurred Nerds podcast right meow. Fine. Make it so. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek. <laughs>